that was very nice of her, son. She knows I should be eating donuts. I've enough. <sighs> no. <laughs> oh, it's lovely. A wee bit of what you fancy, eh? They're very nice donuts. They are very nice. They're better than the Sainsbury's ones, I must say. Right, son. You're all ready? That's the nod. Right. Okay, here we go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hear the like a yawn? I know, well this is it. Hell of a carry on. Aha, uh-huh. right enough, Margaret. But what can you do? Tell you what, missus, there's only one thing to say. Whether it's problems in love or a heavy workload. If you're feuding with your sister or her across the road, just give me a shout and we'll work it out. Ask Janice. Hello, my darlings. Welcome along to another episode of Ask Janice. Clyde Bank Community Radio, I'm here with Matthew. Hello, son. Uh, he asked me not to, not to try and bring him on the show. I like to make him party. I like to make you party it, son. You know what I mean? He's a big party. He's done a lot of hard work to make this possible. Um, welcome to the show. If you're listening live the now, then be careful out in your motors and don't get too excited. Um, and maybe you're listening later on. You might be listening in the middle of the night or something. Um, I believe people do that when they can't sleep and listen to things. Uh, a, a girl that I know... Um, Kath McGowan's, somebody that Kath McGowan knows, she worked with her or something, said um, she kind of get the way into sleep, she pits on my programme. And I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or no. She said, maybe the Wayne's bored to sleep, I don't know. But she said it's very soothing. So I hope I am soothing for you. Um, and welcome along and thanks for joining us. This is our eighth week in a row we've done this. Um, and I was saying to Matthew, I don't know how much longer we're going to do it. Um... But you seem to be enjoying it. Listen, if you've got a problem and you want my advice, please remember, first of all, that I'm no a trained counsellor or anything like that. Um, I'm just a woman and I'm, I'm art who I'm art and I know what I know, you know. And it's mostly for personal experience. It's just how it is with me. The things that's happened to me over the years and um, things I've heard about and some things I've read and all that. So listen, I'll give you my advice. You can take it or leave it. People don't often phone back and, and say what's happened, so... I have to just trust that the advice has been somehow useful. Um, but maybe no. But anyway, listen, just phone in and let me know what's going on with you. Some people phone in because they want to discuss topics, which we've got this week. And some people, most people, it's advice. Um, and I'll remind you now how to get in touch. Here it is. Give me a ring any time you like. 0141 280 5141. 0141 0141-280-5141 is the number to call. Um, you'll get an answer machine message. You don't need to talk to me or Matthew. Poor Matthew will be mortified if he had to keep uh, answering the phone. Um, but you get an answer machine uh, message. So you can just leave your thing. It can be long or short or whatever. You don't need to give your, your real name. Um, because some people listen to this and maybe the person that they're phoning about is listening as well. I don't know. Um, anyway, let's get into it. Matthew, who have we got on the line first? Hi, Janice. My name's Russell. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, I'm just calling, um, I'm sort of entering my mid-40s and uh, I'm looking to get back into shape. And I was just thinking, what, what did I used to do when I was when I was in shape? And I was thinking skateboarding. So I was thinking about getting back into skateboarding. I mean, it must be muscle memory. Um, so I think in general, I'm just asking, do you think it's a good idea? The, the town I live in has got a wee skate park. All the kids are there. I think I could slot in. Um, so anyway, entering middle age or middle-aged and looking to get back into some form of extreme sport. Um, so if you've got any advice at all, that would be fantastic. I do have a young son um, 
he would miss me. But I think I would also inspire him. Uh, anyway, thanks, Janice. Thanks. If you can help, that'd be great. Cheers. Oh, Russell. <laughs> Russell, my darling. You've kind of made me laugh. I don't know if you were meant to, or if you, if you were intended to. What are you saying? Your son, you've got a wee son and he would miss you. Do you mean if you if you got a trick wrong and you fell in your heat? Or do you mean when you're out at the skate park, he's going to miss you? Can you not bring him with you? Maybe he's too wee. Um, Russell, I'm going to need to be honest with you. I've never, I'll tell you this for one, right? I've never seen MD on a skateboard get a trick right in my life. Apart from you see videos, right? But see if you ever see a Wayne on a skateboard. I've never seen them finish the thing. They always get it wrong and they go, oh no, I got it wrong. So whether I'm, maybe I'm out of the loop or I'm going to the wrong place, it's not that I'm going to skate parks or anything. But um, the main thing is, son, these are Wayne's. I'm no sure about this, about you going doing this park. Um, and what about your your boys getting left at home and you're doing the park there playing in a skateboard with the Wayne's? I don't know. Doesn't he strike me as, as quite right somehow? Um, you said you would fit in. Would you, though? Would you fit in? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, maybe the Wayne's, I mean, the thing about skateboarding, for what I understand, is that it's a lot of the, the youngsters that get involved in things like that, it's it's counterculture, isn't it? So it's sort of um, often people who feel like they're already out of the loop are a wee bit marginalised. It's no the it's no the the popular Wayne's, as far as I know, or at least when we were younger, it was you know, when Connor I should say really when when Connor was younger, the ones that did the skateboarding, they were kind of linked in with the ones that did the goth look and all that, um, and it was mere because they wanted to rebel, um, type of thing. So. The reason I'm saying that is maybe these Wayne's that are doing that would be very accepting of you because that you might even say they're sort of a misfit group, and I don't want to offend anybody here, and I don't intend to. Um, so maybe you would be fully um, accepted. I don't know. Um, what does the wee boy's mammy is if she's around? What what is she asking? Is she what she's saying about that? Um, I'd certainly be wondering if we were in our forties and Frank suddenly said to me, "I'm away going down the skate park." I would say, "You off your bloody head." Um, but you know what I mean. That what I say always is, you know, live and let live. So realistically, Russell, if that if that is going to make you happy, I think you should do it. And I think you've obviously got a healthy attitude in terms of, you know, you're hoping that you're going to fit in with these Waynes um, and you can be hopefully friendly and safe and everything. Um, and I just want to know what you mean by my son will miss me. I hope you don't mean uh, if you if you pop your clogs on the old skateboard. I hope you mean um, because he can't come with you. But then, of course, as he gets older, he could come with you. Maybe. I don't know. Um, Russell, it's a strange one. I, I wish you well and I want you to be happy. Um, and I also just wonder, I don't know, the thing about the skateboarding is it's all outside and kind of unregulated in a way, so it's hard to imagine how that would work. If, for example, you wanted to get into something where you could go to a class or something, then you could go to a class, you know, with people your own age or something. I don't know, maybe there is a, maybe you could find a group. That might be the answer. Find a group of um, like-minded folks who are into the skateboarding who are in your age bracket. I'm just a wee bit wondering about these Waynes, whether they would think, who is this old fat? You know, no offence to you, Russell, but, I mean, it, a 40-year-old to a Wayne is, is an old man. To me, you're a young man. 
<laughs> anyway, look, no harm. I wish you well. I hope it goes well. And um, I think search out a, a group of like-minded individuals around your own age and, and see if you can get involved. They must have a, a club or something. Um, and listen, just don't take drink before you go on the skateboard, will you? Because I worry about that. And make sure you wear the proper gear, you know, um, a helmet and knee pads and everything, because the last thing we want is accidents. Anyway, Russell, all the best with your skateboarding and uh, just try and stay on top of it. <laughs> don't fall off. Right, Matthew, who have we got in the line next? Hi, Janice. It's Roz. Um, yeah, I'm having a couple of problems with my flatmate at the moment. Um, we live together, but we don't really get... Well, we get on, but we're not really friends. We're kind of acquaintances. Um, but, um, but she's at home all the time. And I don't know what to do because... Uh, Every time I'm at home, she's just there all the time, storming about like a bull in a china shop. And uh, I'm just, uh, I feel really uncomfortable all the time. I'm trying to get a place for myself, but in the meantime, is there anything you would give advice for me to do um, to make things a little bit easier? Thanks, Janice. Hello, Roz, my darling. Um, lovely to hear from you. Thank you. And listen, this is a very common thing people having trouble with people to live with um it's very difficult to live with people even if you're very friendly or if you're in relationships or anything like that um you could say it's never easy to live with people so i feel your pain and i understand um the tricky thing is that people you know it sounds like your flatmate does her own thing and just gets on with it she's making a racket and all that she's no bothered so sometimes what we need to do is reclaim our own power and go, see when you you get into your, presumably you've got your own bedroom, when you get in there, you need to really take charge of that space and really feel like, right, I'm home, this is my space, um, and make the most of it. So what can you do in your own wee corner that makes you feel a sense of ownership over it? Um, see time spent thinking about what she's up to and whether she's clattering about and all that and whether you're comfortable, whatever. That's all time wasted, Hen, it really is, um, because... She's going to day, as they say nowadays, you do you. Do you know what I mean? She's going to day her, and you need to day you. Um, you can no quicker change her than you can change the tides. You know what I mean? So uh, the, the only thing you can date is look out for yourself. So as you say, you're looking for a place to, to live on your own, and that's lovely. Um, sometimes what happens in these situations is you get to be on your own, and then you think, oh, I'm awful lonely, I wish I had a flatmate. Do you know what I mean? The grass is always green on the other side, hen, so... That's part of it. It's just making the most of it. But um, it's what you have power over. You know, what can you do in this moment? So one thing is thinking about somewhere else to live. But that's not going to happen the day. So what can you do the day? And that is try not to try not to worry about her. What she's up to It's the first thing. Uh, claim your own space and take your power in that. You know what I mean? Your own autonomy, as we would say. Um, and also, I would say... Reach you an olive branch. That's the other thing because alienating yourself with other people is never a way to make things better. Not in a situation where you have to live together. So, what about you? You start to offer a wee bit. Do you want a cup of tea? Here, I'm going to watch thing. Do you want to watch it? Do you know what a thing like that? Or you're, I'm going to the shop. Do you want me to bring it back or offer a bit of dinner or something? Now, sometimes these things are not reciprocated, as in the person might not do that for you. But we've got to remember that's not why we do good things. 
You see, we do good things because we want to be good people. Because it's good to be good. And it's nice to be nice, right? It's like I said last week, what, what was her name? Um, Teresa, Mother Teresa. She says, you do good things. If you do good things, people might uh, batter you. But do good things anyway. Those weren't the exact words, but you know what I mean. So, I would say, go out your way to be kind. Also, reclaim your own space, you know, and try to keep in your own side of the street. Whatever she's doing is really none of your business. Unless it was seriously affecting you or making you ill or violence or anything like that. It doesn't sound like it is. So, it's a lot about letting her get on with it and you getting on with it. And just take take joy in that. And you you have your own wee bit of space. And if it's noisy, I don't know, stick some headphones in. Do what you can do. Control what you can control. And leave the rest to whatever, the universe or, or you know, nature or to her. That's her thing, you know. So, Roz, I feel you. I understand. Um, and what we've got to do is be our best selves in the midst of everything, you know. Um, stick the headphones in and make a cup of tea and offer her one. That's what I'd say. <laughs> right. What will we do now? I think we had a wee question on one of the social media things. I'll need to find it. Hold on. Did you put it here, Matthew? What's on this screen? There's two screens. This is the thing. I never know what screen's what. Hold on. See, we, if we were more prepared, I wouldn't need to do that. My fault. I'm not blaming you, Matthew. Um, now, where is it? I had I had put it in a wee folder. There it is. It's, I should have just remembered it. I should have jotted it down. Look, somebody says, Catherine says, is mince served with chips wrong? <laughs> Catherine, <laughs> that's for your question. Is mince served with chips wrong? <sighs> that's a tricky one. Catherine, there's a difference between something being wrong and something being not in my taste. Do you see? My personal opinion on it, if you're asking, is... No, mince does not go with chips. Now, mince goes with potatoes, and potatoes are chips. Or chips are potatoes. But that doesn't mean that they go together. Do you know what I mean? Um, mince, for me, goes with mashed potato, and then you can, and then I put it all together with, with tomato sauce. But some people say brown sauce. Some people, when you mix them, it's all different. It's just taste, Catherine. So, I, I wouldn't say, I think it would be wrong of me to say that's wrong. You know what I mean? Um... But I wouldn't choose it. I wouldn't choose it myself. You know, are you doing that? No, I think for your question, what you're saying is you think it's wrong and you want me to confirm it. This is the thing with people sometimes, and I'm no, I'm no disparaging you, Hen, but sometimes people ask advice and they're not wanting advice at all. They're wanting their point of view confirmed. They're wanting a wee bit of reassurance that they're no wrong, you know, or they're no daft. So look, Catherine, it's fine for you to believe that mince and chips is wrong. <laughs> And I don't really have a very strong opinion. Well, I have an opinion, which is I wouldn't choose it. But I'm no bothered. Look, if somebody wants to have chips with their mince, listen, fire away. There's terrible things going on in the world. I'm not worried about that. I am not worried in the slightest about whether somebody has mince with chips. If they were forcing it on me, that's a different story. Then I would, well, I would politely decline and I would tell them, no, thank you. You know what I mean? But, Catherine, I'll tell you what, I'm pleased for you. Because if that's your if that's your problem, you're doing all right. You know what I mean? You're doing all right, Hen. So, listen, let's get on. Another call, please, Matthew. Put it on. All right, Janice. It's uh, Adam from London here. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. 
Uh, I just wanted a bit of advice, really, because I've got a, a mate, and he's probably a bit too fond uh, of a drink. He's always in the pub, he's always drinking at home, and he's got a lot worse over the last year. He's not serious, he still works and all of that, but it's a little bit, you know, one of those things, you know, if you see him, he's going to be having a drink. And sometimes you don't feel like that, you know what I mean? Um, but I don't know how to bring it up. You know, everywhere we go, I try and sort of, let's go for dinner, let's go for a walk. But without fail, we're always in the pub a couple hours later and he's necking pints. And I'm fine, I'll just sit on a on a half and a lime and soda, but uh, that's not how he does it. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about him, he's a good mate, and I just want to, you know, he's good fun when he's sober too, he doesn't need to drink. So I'm, I'm wondering how I can broach the topic. Um, but any advice, much appreciated. Uh, all the best to everyone at Clyde Bank and all the family. Uh, take care. Cheers, Janice. Oh, Adam, my darling. All the best to you as well. That's awful nice. All the best to everybody at Clyde Bank. Hear that, Matthew? Um, and all the family. Lovely, Adam. Now, listen, this is a... It's a very, it's a very tricky one, and it's a, it's a horrible thing to go through, for for the for your pal, but also for you, um, but you might, some of your regular listeners might be able to guess what direction I'm going to go in here, and it is, unfortunately, Adam, you can't change your pal's behaviour, you can't, no matter how extreme it is, if if you want to bring it up with them, you're within your rights, um, and I would say. Gentle and factual and when he's sober is the only way you can do it. Say, look, I've noticed. Don't know if this is any use to you. I've noticed. You drink an awful lot and I'm a bit worried about you. You know, and if you ever want to talk about it or you want to want me to give you a horn bit, you let me know. That's kind of all you can do. But the fact is, until your pal wants to change that, he's not going to change it. I'm sad to announce that that is the truth, son. But, as always, I will say... What part of it is in your control? What part do you have power over? You have power over your own behaviour, son. Now, I don't think, if you ask me what you have, that you should be ending up in the pub with him at all. If you disapprove so much of his drinking and you're so worried about it, you say, oh, we'll go for, out for a walk and then we end up in the pub. Well, you've got power over whether you end up in the pub, son. So I would say don't go. Um, and this is what happens is people who do this, their their real friends start to drift and the only friends I've got are their drinking buddies. And it might be the shock he needs. But having said that, we can't punish somebody better. We can't. Sometimes that's what we feel we want to do. It's a strange instinct where we say, I just want to show him. You know, I'll block him out or I'll tell him I'm no talking to him until he gets sober and all that. It doesn't really work. He might sober up for a bit for your sake, but it will only last, for what I've seen over my years, it will only last until he wants to do it himself. And... And the sad fact is, Adam, he might never want to date himself. Or, having said that, he might be within months of getting help and it could all turn round. We never know. We never know, son. But if you try and make him date, then I'm afraid you're in trouble. I'm afraid you are. Um, so it's about, I want you to sit down and actually make a list of things that you can do that are in your control within your life. Um, and really, most of them are about protecting yourself, know about him. Because you can't change his behaviour. So if it's upsetting you, you need to remove yourself for these situations. You need to go, right, we'll go for a walk, we'll go for our lunch, and I'm not involved in any drinking. You know, you won't buy him any drink, you won't go to drink places with him. Maybe that's the way it has to be. Because if it's upsetting you, then you need to look after yourself. Uh, and there are people that can help with that. It's, it's worth looking up. Groups and things like that, they help people, not just the, the drinkers, but the, the people uh, who are having to deal with it. So I would advise you to maybe look into that. Um, 
But aye, it's all about what you can change. And sadly, it's not about you telling him. That people think that if they word it in a certain way or if, they, if they're very careful about it, and they, you know, uh, then they'll, they'll make it happen. Because we want to believe we can, we can affect change, don't we? That's what we want. We only wish we could just say a certain thing and it would change it. But unfortunately, it's up to that individual. It really is, Adam. So in the meantime, like I say, look out for yourself. And of course, if he's in major crisis, you can help him. Um, in, in a, any given moment but I would remove yourself in general for these situations it's awfully sad Adam it's awfully sad um, but as you see he's still getting to his work and all that which although you say he's functioning I, I don't that's not exactly um, a, a, a definite tick in the box to say everything's alright sadly um, but it is good that he's getting to his work and he's still managing his life um, but I'm sad for you son and I want you to look after yourself and no, make sure your friend knows that you are there for him if he needs help, if you if you want to do that. Um, but in the meantime, you can't talk him out yet anymore that you can talk a monkey out of being a monkey. It's a monkey. Do you know what I mean? If it looks like a monkey and walks like a monkey, it's bloody likely it's a monkey. Right, Matthew, have we got time for more? Oh, we do as well. Great. Another call, please. Hi, Janice. I just wanted to ask you, do you think we'll ever get back to normal? No, look, pre-COVID normal. And would we want to get back to pre-COVID normal or are we just going to stick with this new normal for good? I mean, I heard you last week talking about all-inclusive apologies in the buffet, but can you imagine queuing up for food and everybody touching all the serving spoons at the buffet places and we're all crammed in like sardines? Oh no, I don't fancy it. I don't know if I'm just getting old or no, or I just don't know. What do you think? Let me know because we're getting out there again, but will it be normal? Thanks, Janice. Oh, my darling, we are getting out there again. We are. I didn't get your name there, but I'll just say my darling. We are getting out there again, and that's lovely. And I've heard some good news to say that um, we're really, we're, we're get, we are getting there. I don't want to uh, be controversial by by uh, quoting any particular source, but just say, you can feel it, can't you? We are getting there. It feels that way. Um, well, there's a number of things here, Hen. The first thing is, Yes, maybe we don't want to go back to that, all oh, that slavery, serving spoons and buffies and all that. You know, there's no, I've not been to that many fantastic buffies in my life, I've got to tell you. Um, but, you know, sometimes they're, they're well kept and other times they're no. I don't know. I think it's nice to think that we've we've learned something and we're a wee bit more savvy, aren't we, about keeping things clean and, you know, sanitary and things like that. But the other side of that coin, Hen, is, of course... If we over-sanitise, then we're going to put our immune systems at risk to the point where we're not going to have any. You know, we're not going to have any power. Our body's not, not going to have any power to fight anything because we've everything's so clean. You know what I mean? We don't get any bacteria in at all. So, there's a balance to be struck. There's people, of course, in this world who were already doing all that. Um, very, very much with the sanitizer and the hands and the wipes and all that, um, who are very concerned. And I can only imagine how difficult the last year or so must have been for their people. But they might they might be pleased to find that they're entering a world now after this where we're all a bit more conscientious about that stuff. Um, so it's a roundabout way of answering your question, but I will say this. There's, there's elements of life that did need change, you know, and bigger things as well. Um like the way marginalised uh, groups is treated and things like that, we might find now that we're getting a bit of a fresh start, we might get a wee 
a wee shift in some some of that stuff. And aye, a wee shift in keeping restaurants and hotels and all that really spick and span wouldn't do anybody any harm. However, if you drop a fruit pastel on the carpet, it wouldn't kill you to just go ahead and eat it. You know, the old five second rule. That's my opinion. Um, so you can go too far with these things, you know. Will we ever get back to normal? No, we won't get back to anything. We'll go forward into a new normal. And we have a we have a version of normal now that we're getting used to. And it's gradually things is opening up and that, that's been added in to the normal. Look, the shops is open now. You can go out for your dinner and everything. Um, almost as if the, the way it was. But it's a new normal. And that's all right, you know. Um, I do. I do know what you mean about the old buffets and all that. I've not been at many buffets that I would say were exactly, uh, you know, spotless. But you take your chances, don't you, if you fancy a sausage roll. Um, so I, I think we're looking at change, and we've seen change already, Hen, and I think that's good, especially for those among us who are a bit uh, concerned about that stuff. It doesn't. It's never really bothered me, and I'm no. I'm no saying it's not a valid thing because people do have concerns about all that germs and being sanitary. It's not something I've ever really lost any sleep over, but I'm definitely more conscious of it now. Do you know what I mean? Because of what's happened. So I, I think that can only be good. We just need to watch. We don't, as they say, coddle with immune systems. Because we've got to give them a fighting chance, a chance to, to fight back at stuff so that it knows how to do it. Do you know what I mean? Because the next thing is, if you sanitise it, the arse out it, then you get a cold and then you're dead. You know? That's putting it fairly simply. But um, Thanks for your call. Very good. And I think we might have time for one more after a quick reminder of the number to call if you want to be on the show. And remember, plus four four if you're outside of the UK. 0141 280 There you go. And you can call anytime you like and leave a message. And uh, remember, if you're outside the UK, plus four four. And we've got time for one mere call. Matthew, let's have it. Hi, Janice. <clears throat> um, this is Anne-Marie. How do I get over my ex-boyfriend? What would you do? Thanks. Have a nice day. Bye. Oh, Anne-Marie. You do sound a wee bit sad, Hen. Listen, I wish it was, as always, I wish it was a magic bullet that I could give you that, that would that would make it all better. It's just hard, isn't it? Getting over people. Um, some people say you never do. You just, you sort of move on a bit and you get on with it. And that's what you need to do. You need to get on with it a wee bit. So, but it's a combination of things, Hen. Getting on with it is good. But not to the point where you're actually ignoring your feelings. This is what happens. We've had this, what they call toxic positivity over the last sort of 10 years or something, where it's like, oh, positive thoughts and uh, affirmations and whatnot, uh, and maybe you get us a chance to feel how they feel. So we have to acknowledge how we feel, Hen. If we're sad, we're sad, and we've got to allow it, instead of going, oh, I need to wrap this up quick, I've got to do such and such. You know what I mean? So... I would encourage you to feel the feelings. Maybe write some of them down. Talk to somebody about how you're feeling. Um, it's a loss, you know. It's, at the end of a relationship is is not that far off a, a death, you know what I mean? Because it's a death, a version of somebody that you thought you had in your life and they're no longer. They're still alive, but they're no longer the person that they were to you. And you might continue to have a friendship eventually, but that's still different. It's So that thing that you had has had to die. Um, so I would encourage you to feel how you feel, Hen. I really would take the time to do that. Um, some days that'll be tears and some days it'll just be 
I'm open a boot and some days you might forget about it for a minute and that's all fine and don't give yourself a hard time for that either. You know, for having happy moments. That's allowed. It's all allowed. As a good friend of mine, Adrian, used to say, it's all allowed. And I always remember him when I think of stuff like that. Adrian Howells, his name was, he was an English fellow. He was a, he was a, a, a performer and he'd done shows and all that. No, oh, he was marvellous. It's all allowed, he used to say. So that's what I would think. Remember that, Anne-Marie. However you feel is allowed. And then there is that other element of it, which is get on with it. So you do need to get up and go to your bed and do what you can do. You know, and some days that'll be difficult and some days it might even be impossible and that's okay. Um, but you can't sit in your bed for three months, you know what I mean? So you need to get up and get on with it. Make yourself something to eat. Don't have takeaways every night, you know what I mean? But keep in touch with people that's important to you, your pals and all that. That's what pals are for. Have a wee chat about how you're feeling and then chat about nothing. Sometimes that helps too. Watch a bit of rubbish on the telly. Allow yourself these things. It's okay. You're going to feel lots of different things eh, over time. And it will pass, you know. Eh, the worst of it will pass and it will fade and then you'll feel different and some days you'll get sad again. It's no simple and it's no quick. There's no quick fix. Um, so I don't have any eh, thing, one thing that you can do. But I think the most important thing is that you allow yourself to be how you are. And do you know what, pals? That goes for everybody. You need to allow yourself to be how you are. You know, the day I was feeling a bit flat and I said to myself, oh, I need to get in this radio thing and all that. And then I thought, well, all these people have been listening. I've been looking at the numbers and how many people have been listening. I was delighted, you know. And I thought, right, okay, I'll get, you know, I'll get off my arse and do it. You know, and now I can go and sit and watch the telly a wee bit and relax a wee bit. But, um, aye, some days you just, you know, feeling it and other days you are. And that's all right. It's all allowed. Right, Anne-Marie, you look after yourself, hen. Don't overdo it. And give me a call back any time at all. Remember, everybody, 0141 280 5141. 0141 280 5141. So, until next week, episode 9, eh? This was 8, and 9 is next week, and I look forward to seeing you all then. Um, same time, same place, and wherever you're listening to this, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's, it's good, a wee bit of solace. And uh, give me a call. Because we're looking for calls for next week and you could be on the radio. Just like me. <laughs> Matthew's laughing there. Aye. Right, so. That's it. That's about the size of it. You have a, a lovely time this week. Behave yourself. Wear your mask. Um, and look after yourself and each other. Ta-ta.